got some tickets to give away to see the Jays and Red Sox at the Rogers Center on October 1st. Read out the uh, trivia question. All you have to do is correct is is text the correct answer. Text the, the correct answer to 590 590. I don't know why. All you have to do. See, every right. time I read this, you guys get in my head. I'll turn my mic off. Yesterday we had, it's not the mic, it's just the fact that you're gonna look away from me now. That's Yesterday, we asked you which Red Sox player was the first player in MLB history to win MVP, Silver Slugger, Gold Glove, batting title in the World Series in the same season. I got it right away. You did not. <laughs> the answer was Mookie Betts. I did not get it. You're right. Shout out to the dude who submitted Jason Veritek as an answer, by the way. If I was doing my thing where I was actually giving out tickets to people who came up with the dumbest yet most interesting answer, that would have been Get off your it. wallet, Jeff. Today's skill testing question. Yeah. Oh, it's a tough one. Uh, so right. tough that Barker got it. Save it. Who is the Red Sox all-time saves leader? <laughs> this is for tickets to see the Jays and Red Sox at the Rogers Center on October 1st. Who is the Red Sox all-time saves leader? Text the answer to 590-590 for your shot. The win, see rules at sportsnet.ca slash 590. Good read. What? I don't know why the read is the thing. True. Uh, we're going to be taking your calls in a few minutes at 416-870-0590. Star 590. 888-666-0590. If you want to text us, 590-590 is the text line. Name and location, please. Don't bother tweeting because I won't read it. Well, it's true. In the Jays talk. You're honest. On the Jays talk, Wagner always says, you know, he'll take your text, your tweets, your calls. I want to go, Ben, I'm not taking their tweets. I'm just not. You're so mean. Anyhow. What's wrong with you? I'm not mean. I'm just saying. I'm not, it's not like you are I'm mean. Be nice. Anyhow, Mark Topkin covers you the race. No, I do, definitely do not need a hug. <laughs> I, I, I definitely do not need a hug. Mark, Mark Topkin covers the race for the Tampa Bay Times. Jays and Rays open a four-game uh, series tonight at the Trop. <laughs> Why is everybody laughing at me? Uh, Mr. Topkin. Thank you for joining us so so quickly. Fill us in on this brawl in the parking yeah, yeah. lot. Punch it out. Between Diaz and a Rosarena. Because <laughs> this is like full-scale Oakland athletics of the 70s stuff, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Guys hating each other and punching each other and hating the manager. I mean, it sounds like you and Barker right now, actually. I, I think that's probably that's it. fair. I think yeah. that's just fair. <laughs> uh, and I know whose side I'll be on. That's Sorry, it. Jeff. That's all right. Um, Whose side would just, Look, out, of I mean, inch, out of interest's wow. sake, no, out of interest's sake, in a uh, fight, Yandy Diaz and Randy Arozarena, yeah, great, great who question. would win a fight? Seriously. Oh, yeah. First of all, first of all, you, it, Randy is a brave man, but you've got to be super brave or have a little bit something off to want to fight Yandy Diaz. So yeah. there, there's one, there's one question. Okay. Although Randy probably is going to have all the moves down too. So look, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure, still not really sure exactly what happened. Uh, this whole thing was you know, obviously nobody. There's, there's no video. No one, no one, no one knows what happened here. Talked to Randy about it yesterday. Yandy's still been in the trainer's room for like a couple of days. He's got something with his shoulder that happened before the brawl. Uh, but you know, Randy says it was a non-physical uh, issue. They had an argument. They worked it out. They're all fine. There was a lot of kumbaya playing in the clubhouse yesterday. I'm sure, and and they'll all be fine. So I, I don't know. It had, it's funny because the Rays usually do a good job of keeping stuff like this. 
quiet. And I, I'm assuming if it happened in the parking lot, which even though it's the player parking lot, there's other personnel in there. So somebody must have saw something or somebody knew somebody who saw something and it came out on one of the radio stations. So it certainly added to the pregame yesterday uh, in, in adding on what otherwise like would be a boring day. So you got to appreciate that as a journalist. Oh, I was going to say, listen, as a beat writer, I would, I, as a beat writer, I'd send them both a bottle of champagne or something <laughs> and say, thanks for making one day <laughs> easier. Begging. Like, that's seriously, awesome. man. So you made <laughs> well, and, September and, and, 22nd. That's got, gold, baby. That's gold. No, no question. I mean, you talk about like as you say, take, taking a gift when you get it. it. It did not matter last night how the game was going to end. My lead was written at about five o'clock, which was at least the Rays showed some fight today. Oh, there you go. See, it's perfect. Mark, it's perfect. Who, who are it the didn't Rays? matter whether they beat, no, it's... whether they won, whether they lost. It didn't matter. It was going to work. Mark, who, who are the Rays? Are the Rays any good? Like, Whoa. are they legit? Like what, a legit what? contender? Where did that come are from? the Rays? Like they're all over the place. The Rays. I mean, are. Right now, right now, nobody seems to want to be any good among the wild card teams. I mean, everybody, I just yeah. looked this up. I think every Toronto six and four, and the other three teams are four and six mm-hmm. over their last ten. Mm-hmm. See, we all made a big deal about how Seattle had the easiest schedule, and they were going to coast, and they were going to win this thing, and it was locked down. Mm-hmm. They're one and four so far against the Angels and A's, uh, although they still play the other three, four worst teams in the American League the rest of the way. I, I don't know. I mean, in all seriousness, I don't know. Two weeks ago, the Rays were on a fifteen and four run. Uh, they went into Yankee Stadium. They won that first game on Friday night. They were with two of the Yankees in the loss column. As you guys know, the Yankee fans were turning up the heat. Every player was getting booed except for that judge guy. He seems to be doing okay. And then, you know, Kluber goes out and gets knocked around the next day, and the Yankees win, and, and that was kind of the peak. They were That was their chance. They were going to catch them possibly that weekend in the AL East, at least in the loss column, be a game back. That all went away. They've been in a funk since. You guys saw them up there. The Blue Jays won three out of the five uh, in the in the five game in four day with the doubleheader in there. So I, I don't actually, in all seriousness, know if they're any good or not. It depends when you catch them. It depends who's healthy. We made a huge deal of they finally were healthy. It was like the first time in four months they had Lau and Franco and all the main guys in the lineup, and then uh, Lau got hurt again, and he may not come back the rest of the year. So it, it's hard to say, and because in a way they don't have their full team together. I don't have an answer for you. I don't know who's going to win this thing. I don't know where the games are going to be. I'm looking at four plane tickets. You're not supposed to have more than one on any one airline. I'm kind of messed up figuring out what to do the day after Boston. So it's going to be weird. It's going to go down to the end. These four games could mean a lot if somebody wins three or four, and they could mean pretty much nothing if they go two and two outside of two games. Get you know Four days get mm-hmm. crossed off the calendar. The Blue Jays have the lead, so that always works to the leader's advantage. Yeah, I was just wondering if they could hit enough. That, that's the big question for me. Offensively, can they score enough runs? I think that's been the question. Now, you know, I will say this. Houston came in here and looked, this is the best team the Rays have seen all year. Now they haven't played the Dodgers. They haven't played the Braves. They haven't played the Mets. So I have to say that, but at least amongst the American league teams and the national league teams they've seen, and they saw the back end of the Astros rotation. They didn't see Verlander or Framber. They saw the other three guys or three of the other guys. And McCullers pitched pretty good last night, uh, Garcia and Javier. I mean, but everything the Astros did, put balls in play, move runners, make plays in the field. And they were resting guys. They didn't use, I think Dusty only used the full A lineup one of the three games. So it's going to be a challenge. Now, being shut down, going 25 innings without a run, when two plus, you know, two plus of those games counted against that were against the Astros. But 
Yeah, fair question. Are they going to hit enough? Again, it depends. There have been days when they hit great. It just, it's been so inconsistent. Very much the story of the season, inconsistency in injuries. Mm-hmm. What is uh, your best guess on Shane McClanahan's status? Now, I know the Rays are saying it's a stiff neck. Uh, of course, because of the shoulder issue, people are automatically going to put two and two together. But what, what's your best guess on Shane McClanahan's availability? I mean, I felt the same way. I thought it was very much connected when he came out of the game. You know, you go on the IL for left shoulder thing. You come back, you pitch once, you leave the next game because it's the left side of your neck thing. Uh, but he both publicly and privately has made it very clear that he is fully ready to go on Sunday and expects to be full go. He told Cash he wanted to pitch last night to get an inning or two to make up for going short and shave an inning or two off the bullpen. And they severely told him, don't even put your cleats on. Don't mm-hmm. think about it. But uh, I think he'll be good to go. I, I Honestly, I would have thought they're off on Monday. It's their last off day of the year. I would have thought they would have gone bullpen day on Sunday and pushed him back to Tuesday to buy the extra 48 hours. But I guess he and the medical staff are in agreement that he's fine. It was like a spasm uh, and went away. He said by the time he got to the dugout, he felt fine again. Yeah, that's well. If they're yeah, with an off day there, you're you, obviously if they're pitching him Sunday, then it must be just what they say it is because you, right. you, you and, would think and, you'd and, want to err in the side of caution. Right, and they have some flexibility because assuming Glass now gets through his Friday rehab start with Durham, uh, which will be three innings, if that goes as well as the other ones, and he wakes up Saturday and and everything is still attached, he's going to be activated and come to Cleveland and pitch there too. So they're going to be jigg- juggling things around anyway. So they certainly could have pushed McClanahan back if they wanted to or felt there was any question. Mark, Mark, who is the most important guy, one guy down the stretch that has to get hot and stay hot? Well, he, he, I've been saying this for a couple of months now, but G-Man Choi, he, when he is on, that is just a much better offense. He has been terrible for a couple of months now. They sat him for a while. He, he went, I don't know, two weeks with playing maybe three times. Now they're trying to get him back in there and get his confidence going, but They're trying to find something to get him going. They brought this rookie up, Jonathan Aranda from AAA, that all the fans are screaming for. Uh, Got off to a good start, but now that he's been playing, he's kind of been exposed a little bit, and it's not as easy as it is in AAA, which we all know, but sometimes fans kind of need to see that happen to be reminded of that. They're bringing a utility guy up today, and they're left-handed hitter. But, look, Cash always says how a Rosarena goes is how they go, and that's true because he's a very hot and cold player. But I think they're used to that. It's going to be a week on and a week off kind of thing. But if Choi could get hot down the stretch, that would be my pick uh, for the guy that would help them the most that they're not getting anything from right now. Mark, really good of you to do this, man. Thanks so much. Great stuff. Thank you. Any, anything, Blair, you still can't come out of the country, right? So you won't be here? Yeah, can't come out of the country. That's right. I mean, you'd think they'd forgive <laughs> yeah. that. You'd think they'd forgive that one little incident. Never. You know? If it was only one, but I think the fourth time you did it is what got you in this situation. See you, Topkin. Ah, you're the best. Bye. <laughs> Mark Topkin covers the race for the Tampa Bay Times. I mean, there was one winter meetings in, Just in one. Miami Beach. Raise your right hand. Just one? Yeah, there was one that Topkin was involved in, and, and it was... Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> We love you. 416-870-0590, star 591, triple eight, triple six, zero five ninety five ninety five ninety is a text line. I mean, I didn't know the car was running. That's all I can say. Uh, time to uh, open the phone lines and the text line. 
DMs, of course, are always open for Barker's back like bits. But uh, ask you, the, the, the listener and the viewer, what your expectations are in this four-game series against the Rays. Because this is clear. This will It's not going de- to ultimately decide who the Jays meet in the playoffs. But it, it it'll ha- could have a serious, serious, serious impact on, <laughs> on home field advantage. It could hurt. Um, and, uh, again, you want those games in Baltimore to mean the least amount possible so you can do whatever you got to do. If you got to give Anthony Bass a couple of days, if uh, you, you want those two games in Baltimore to mean nothing. You would love Bradley Zimmer to go four for eight in those two games against the Baltimore Orioles. Good luck with that. <laughs> I, I know, but I mean, that would be, you would love that. You would like, you Big would like Bradley second, Zimmer to be, to be able to have Big 14 at bats every game. You, that's how little you want those games to mean anything. Uh, so 416-870-0590, star 591, 888-666-0590. Your expectations for this series, your concerns going into the series. Mr. Barker and I talked about this at the start of the show. My biggest concern, Jordan Romano, Blown back-to-back saves. Not worried about the velo. It's there. I am wondering about his reliance on the slider. I don't know what it means. My other concern, health. Santiago Espinal Mm. and Anthony Bass. Those are my only concerns. Everything else, run with it. I'm with you. Everything else, run with it. That's our take. What's your take? 416-870-0590, star 591, triple eight, triple six, zero five ninety. Wayne in Burlington. What's up, Wayne? Hey, once again, guys, great pleasure to talk to you. Uh, I was wondering, John Snyder probably not mentioned anything about Adam Cinder choice because, uh, you know, him being a sidewinder pitcher, you know, to face a lefty, a guy that's not known to hit the ball for power, why wouldn't you just like, throw a guy out there that could just throw the ball inside and low? You know, because he's looking to bunt. I mean, he's showing that. Yeah. So I'm just trying to figure out the choice on that. I, I got to say this. I, I'm going to remind people, by the way, this is not the first time John Schneider's gone to Adam Simber in extra innings or Run late in the game. Base. Yeah, it's not the first time. It's not the mm-hmm. first time he's done that. Um, and I think people need to this. I, I, I will admit, other than wondering about Anthony Bass, Bass's health status, I wasn't shocked that Adam Simber was out there because no. this is kind of the way John Schneider has used him. But, Kevin, I'll, I'll ask you that. No, I'm with you. There's no other answer for me. I think it's the it's the you're facing four batters. One of them's lefty, which is probably going to bunt the guy over. Then you got three righties in a row. It's trickery from down under. You're trying to get a swing and miss, weak contact, which is normally what he doesn't get. And but I, it's more for me about Bass. What's up with that? Yeah, and and Wayne, I got yeah, the one thing. Go ahead, Wayne. No, no, no. Go the ahead. One thing is, because I was wondering, because usually those type of pitchers, uh, it's hard for them to throw inside on on hitters. Because the the fear, it looked like he was was afraid to throw it inside a lot because mm. his balls are going way outside, right? Yeah, no, so, I, I right, don't. That's what I was noticing. Yeah, listen, I appreciate the call. I'm not entirely, you know, I don't think Adam Simber's necessarily worried about throwing inside. Adam Simber's actually had some success against lefties uh, mm-hmm. compared to righties. I mean, again, I didn't have Adam Simber's one of their guys. You know, if he it was he if it was well said. the guy they brought up, Forrest. Gump or Forrest Griffin or whatever the hell. What is it, Forrest Griffin, the guy they brought up? I, I mean, then I would have been a little concerned. I can't remember the guy's name. Not Gump. 
the only two dudes I know named Forrest are Forrest Gump, and there was a, a guy named Forrest Kennard who Forrest Kennard who was a college quarterback at the University of Alberta. Check it out. His brother Trevor was a place kicker with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Check it out. K E N N E R D. I will not. Anyhow, so that was, you know, I, that, that, I wasn't completely, I wasn't completely shocked by that. No, I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> Barry and Kitchener, what are you expecting from this four gamer in Tampa? Hey, good morning, guys. Hi. Um, I would be quite happy with the split. Mm-hmm. They're ahead of them by two. They uh, split would keep them there, and uh, there's not too many games left. And the only thing I would like to see as something you guys have talked about forever, and that's hitting with runners in scoring position. Bases loaded twice last night in zero. Yeah. And when they get in the playoffs against some of these hot pitchers, they got to score those runs. Yeah. And by the way, it was so refreshing. I'm old school. It was so refreshing to see a bunt to move a player on. Mm. My God, where's the bunt gone? You know? Yeah. I, although I will say this, and thanks for the call. I, I will say this. It's, it's a hell of a lot easier to do that when you're the home team. It is. You know, Not the top of the tenth. It's the bottom of the tenth. Yeah, I, I've yeah. always. I, I think Easier. people. I think we. I think we need to remember. And and this is not any great insight because everybody's talked about this since this rule came in. When you're the road team, you're effectively playing for two runs in that inning. You are too. You're playing for <clears throat> two runs in that inning. Yeah, and I think Vladdy was on second, and Bo's coming up. Bo's not bunting. Yeah, Bo's not bunting. No. Bad luck, sort of. And then he swings at a breaking ball down and away and rolls over to short. Yeah. It just... I mean, any other time if I'd said to you, given how Bo is hitting right now, Vladdy's on second, Bo's at the plate. You go, I'd take that. Every day. Clifton and Etobicoke, what's up, Clifton? How did, how did the Jays look to you? And, and more importantly, now that we've got legalized gambling in this province, the hell else do you do all day? <laughs> That's a great question. I've been playing the horses all along, but that was legalized, you know, like eons ago. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, is it the same thing for you? Like when they legalized marijuana, it kind of lost it. You know, it's not, it's not the, it's same, not the thing. same. Is it the same thing with with gambling? Now that now that it's legalized, you go, eh. You know, if if you know if the twelve year old kid down the street is playing, not that kids twelve should gamble, but if the twelve year old kid down the street has got his older brother playing, does it lose kind of the allure, or is it still if you win, it's I know, good? It's still, it's about, you know. I was never the biggest, you know, sports wager. I'm more for the horses, Jeff. I, I say okay. this to people all the time. Horse racing is the best gambling. But, I mean, like, I do dabble in sports, as you know. Okay. Yes, you do. Every yeah. now and then you dabble. Yeah. But, but, but here's what I want to say to you guys. Because I remember it was around this time last year that I called you guys up in a similar situation. And I said that the Blue Jays, ever since Vladdy and Bo and uh, Biggio, these guys came up to the majors, they've been hearing all this talk about how the Rays owned them. And Jeff, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a stats guy. I'm not going to call you up and, you know, like, wow, you with stats and stuff like that. But I always like to look at situations. And I'm telling you, man, like, Last year when I told you that these guys were sick and tired again, uh, of these guys, the same thing prevailed this year. Mm-hmm. And I can see the Blue Jays. 
I don't know what they're going to do, you know, like going on into the playoffs because, you know, Barker has been pointing out a lot of issues that I think, you know, could come into play and plague these guys, you know, like later on. But against the Rays, this is where I'm going to – this is one of those uh, situations where I will dabble because I'd like the Blue Jays to take down the Rays here. I really do. In the next – this series – and if they were to meet them in the playoffs. You know, like, I just love the situation. They're just sick and tired of hearing about Mm-hmm. Are you there, Clifton? Yes, I'm yeah. there. Okay. Uh, yeah, it is, you know, you're hitting a good point because the, one of the narratives we always hammer home is that the Rays have the Jays number, the Rays have the James, the Jays number, you don't want to play the Rays. And, and the Jays are a lot closer to the Rays, I think, than a lot of, than a lot of people think. Um yeah, I think more than anything else, it's just a sign that we we all assume that the Rays are going to, uh, you know, the Rays are always going to figure out a way around whatever issue they have. But uh, I'm I'm kind of with you. I, as I say, I, I my only concern right now is the the health status mm-hmm. uh, of of Espinal and Bass if there is an issue, and you know, Jordan Romano's pitch selection. And if you had told me in spring training that in September 22nd, we'd be listing those two things as a priority. You'd take it. You'd take it, wouldn't you, Clifton? Oh, sorry, Clifton is... Okay, Clifton's line drop. But I think you'd take that. No question. I think you'd take that. 416-870-0590, star 590, 888-666-0590, 590 is a text line. Tim and Alliston. How are you, Tim? I'm good, thanks. How are you guys doing? We good, are doing you. well. Right on. So I, I wanted to comment first on this series coming up, and I just wanted to say that I think the Jays have done a good job against the uh, Orioles and the Tampa Bay Rays so far with uh, starting in September when they had all these games against them. So I think if they, as long as they can get two of four in the next four games here, I think we're, we're set because uh, the rest of the opponents that we face this year, like uh, we have Boston coming up, and we got some weaker teams coming up to finish up the year. So I think we'll be all right. As long as we take two of four, that's a bare minimum. But I wanted to ask you guys about Teoscar Hernandez. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's a head-scratcher for me this year. I know he got hurt at the beginning of the year, and it really threw everything off for him. But his inability to lay off the slider and his inability to pick it up and make the right read on it, is that anything to do with just like his up-and-down season with injuries? Or is he kind of doing... Um, maybe more of a downturn in his career kind of thing where he's kind of hitting the downslope now. Um, you know, he had two really great years, back-to-back years, and then now this year, you know, the inconsistency and that inability to hit that slider. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, thanks for the call. That's Look, that's a that's a million-dollar question, <laughs> literally. I, I do think a lot of say it. More like $16 million. A, Absolutely. I do think it is a lot of he's trying to get paid. He wants to get the big deal, and to get the big deal, you got to be the guy a lot of the times with some other guys in that order. You know, the health thing, does he look hurt to you? Well, I mean, I want to be careful about saying this, but just looking at him hitting, running around the bases, I I mean, is that an excuse to say that that's why he's chasing the slider down away? I don't think so. I think he's had to cheat a little bit to get to the, the, the fastball, and that's why they're throwing sliders. It's, a, it's the fastball away. It's the tunneling of the slider away. So I think it's a combination of a bunch of things. Maybe not going backwards. I do think he has a ton of talent. I think that'll show. So I, I think it's a, an adjustment by the league. 
I think it's trying too hard to get paid. I'll show you kind of thing. How dare you not pay me? Give me a deal. I'll show you. Uh, and I just think, I think it's a combination of when you add those two things together and on top of it, you're trying way too hard. It's almost like he's trying to get three hits and at bat. And that's very hard to do. Yeah, I mean, you know, the it's it's funny after Ben Wagner was on yesterday with us and had clearly done some digging and very tactfully mentioned that the foot was an area of concern. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, you know, and Dan and, and Tabby mentioned that last night as well. I mean, I would defer to you. I would mm-hmm. defer to you as to whether or not a really you know, a foot injury would leave you feeling so uncomfortable at the plate that your swing would be affected. Because I don't, I've never stood at the plate with, you know, with my foot. Didn't he get four hits a couple of nights ago? He did get four hits, and it was the same, he had the same foot as far as I know. Lined out last night with the bases loaded. Like, he's he's hitting the ball. I I, got to be careful, and I'm not going to say anything about the injury. Yeah, but I, (laughs) see, I will, here's the thing. Be careful. I will use where, where I kind of wondered about the injury was watching him in the outfield a couple of times because he would move very gingerly after balls. But I didn't Good see anything defender, at the plate. Good defender, great defender. Huh? Answer my question. Good defender, great defender. Just good. Even when he's 100% Just healthy. Just good. Then yeah. how, how's that changing if he's... I, well, there, there were a couple of balls I thought in the... I, there I were a couple it's... of balls I thought in the homestand that he didn't get to, that, that he looked... It looked like, to me like he was he was being a little uh, a, a little delicate the way he was running for it. But yeah, no. Listen, I, I think uh, if you're playing, you're not hurt enough to not play. Was that yeah? yeah. On mm. the uh, text line, Tony and Kitchener says he'll take a split with the Rays. The bullpen and pitch selection has to be better. They can't go with matchup and stats. They need to work at their strengths. I'm with you. Have a good fastball. Use it. It is about matchup. That uh, it <laughs> is about it's about matchups. It is. But it, I I understand what he's. He's saying, though, mm-hmm. it is about matchups. But if you could throw 98-99, trot it out there. You would think so. Uh, A.J. Brampton, same thing. He wants to split. His biggest concern is the bullpen in general. Um, mm. He's wondering about Lourdes, but I think he's like us. Bass, if they're injured for a while, we could be screwed. I think that's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Don't this hurt. is uh, no name here, but they this person thinks they'll win three against the Rays, Ooh. but I think they'd be better off finishing sixth, beating the Guardians, and then the Yankees. No concerns. Just a reflection of a typical 162-game season for any team not the named the Astros or Dodgers. I think that's probably a... Uh, well said. That's probably a good way to look at it. 416-870-0590, star 590, 1-888-666-0590. is a text line. We'll take a break. We'll come back with Barker's back leg bits, and we'll also... Well, we'll monitor the, the, the phone lines, maybe squeeze a couple of other calls in as well. It's Blair and Barker on Sportsnet 590, the Fan 360, and wherever you get your favorite podcast. Starting Monday, be sure to tune into the J.D. Bunkus podcast, weekday mornings at 9 on Sportsnet 590, the Fan, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. We'll get the Barker's back leg bits in a minute. Uh, a reminder, if you subscribe to the show, 
Or if you're listening to the show via pod, please rate, review, and subscribe. That's what they say. You say it all the time. I have no idea what that means, but I was told to say it. Is it working? You tell me. I don't look. Fighting traffic, Jeff. Every day. What time is the first pitch tonight? We got 710, 707, 715, 737, 657. 640. 640. <laughs> I mean, that's awesome. Can we not just start up. baseball games at freaking 7 up. o'clock? 640. Jesus. <laughs> like, school seriously. Night. School night. Oh, Tampa, for God's sake. Ain't gonna be nobody. There I was almost anyway. gonna make a joke when when Topkin was talking about the fight in the Tampa Rays parking lot and that nobody had video of it. I was like, boy, there's a shock. <laughs> I mean, is there a more remote place on the planet than the parking lot? At, I mean, they're, they're, the parking lot at the Trop. Is there a more re- remote place anywhere? I've never been there. You never played at the Trop? Yes, you did. But you never been in the parking lot, the Trop. No, I've been in the parking lot at the Trop. How is it? Parked my car and got out and walked. It's free parking. The one good thing about the trop is free? it's free because there's, there's nobody there. Well, there's nobody there, and there's all this this open area. You and park far away? Are you no, a walker? I, like, don't scratch my car. It's a, it's a rental car. I don't care. It's oh, a rental don't? car. No, you got insurance? I never take insurance when you rent a car. Val That's balls. the biggest scam Val on the balls. planet. No, I, it, the Tropicana Field. If you hit a, there's, it's a it's a domed stadium. You idiot. Being and no paying attention. Insurance on rental cars is the biggest scam on the planet. Most of your credit cards cover it. Uh, so when the guy says, would you like to take our advanced absolutely. Uh, reverse auto collision <laughs> absolutely. for $65 a day plus tax, just look at him and go, no. I'm just saying, anyhow. I'll take it. Let's go to Ray and Perry Sound. What's up, Ray? Hey, Ray. Hey. Hello, first-time caller. Welcome. Thanks. Um, Jeff, the difference between... I'm a, I wake up at 5 a.m. Yes. And the difference between 6.40 and 7.07 is three snoozes. So there's one person happy. Okay. Mm. Nice. All right. Three snoozes? Okay. <laughs> nice. All right. Yeah. Uh, quick question here. I don't um, get it. What's three... I don't get it. Three snoozes. You hit the button. Oh, I see. You hit the button. Okay, I got I'll it. I'll let it beat you. All right. Yes. <laughs> See, I'm a rapid riser. I'm a rapid riser. When I wake up, I'm up. That's it. I'm up. I'm out of bed. I'm up. I don't need this snooze thing. You're lying. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I, one person's happy when he sees the 640. Is what I'm trying to say. Nice. Okay. Nice. Uh, I can't take the double plays anymore. It's killing me. Um, so I'm thinking here, can we just steal on the first pitch? Like, just steal. <laughs> Even if we, 80% of the time, we're going to make it 75%. It's better. Oh, that's awesome. We're going to get a fastball, most likely, when teams know about it. So it's better for the batter, too. So that's steal. Very first pitch. They're waiting until the bigger bases come in. I They're waiting it. until the bigger bases come in. I appreciate the call. It's, uh, I, I, there are times where I do. There are times where I do wonder about the Jays about their whether well, or not guy. whether or not I'd want guys stealing it's more. Espinal the hit and run thing I mean you think teams are a little there's somebody on with nobody out and Espinal's up yeah huh maybe we should maybe we should think about that it's yeah I don't know is, is speed their strength the Jays they've got you know what yeah I mean I was I, I, I was looking they've got I some think it's dudes. first to third first to home okay. speed it's not 
you know. Well, now hang on, though. Cheek to ears. Hang on. Springer can steal a base. Uh, he can, but he doesn't want to. Bichette can steal a base. Yeah. I don't know about Chapman stealing. Teoscar's fast. Tapia. I mean, they do have guys that can steal bases, but. Yeah. I I, I don't know. It's, it's uh, I, I'm fun so, to think I'm, about that. I'm so not used or I'm so used to people not stealing bases anymore that um, I, I never I, I never really think of a situation where a team doesn't steal and I go, why aren't they stealing? It's I'm more surprised when I see somebody steal than when I don't see somebody steal, I guess is, is what I'd say. But, but I'm kind of with you. I think teams have figured out man on base, Espinal at the plate. You'd think so. I think teams have probably Hackies figured it out. thinking, hey. Raise my hand. I see what you're doing. Yeah, they've done a couple of things, though, interesting in the last couple of games. That that little trick they pulled with Bo, was it yesterday? We're kind of yeah, the, run the, and stop. Run and stop. And and yeah, I know that I, that's something the Cubs did to them in uh, that series in Toronto. And the Jays have tried it a couple of times. And it hasn't necessarily come off. But uh, I, I'm kind of with you. I, I, I tend to think when people talk about a good base running team right now, I don't even think about stolen bases. I think, can you get from first to third or first to home? I'm and you. maybe that'll change next year with the new bigger bases. And the fact that you can, all, the, you know, throwing over. Jamie Moyer made an interesting comment about that yesterday. About yeah. You, you could see teams using that. Using it as a weapon. Yeah. I mean, if you throw over two times. Mm. Screams raise, doesn't it? Get you laying a little bigger lead, throw over, that's one, throw over again, that's two, and then chaos. <laughs> Should we go to uh, Barker's back leg bits? Sure. Why don't we go to Barker's back leg bits here? Because we've got, uh, we have got many of them. Mm. We always do. So many that they're not showing up in my screen. Uh-oh. Colin Kajowski. Okay, I like this. This okay. This is this is kind of good sports talk radio stuff here, Colin. If everyone is healthy, who is on the outside looking in on the Jays' playoff roster? So everybody's healthy, Kevin. Merriweather. Uh, what? How do you really That's rude. That's rude. Uh, Forrest uh, Gump or Forrest <laughs> Griffin is up here. Uh, you like Zach Pop? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do too. I do. I do. Power sinker. I do. Uh, Richards? Yes. Okay. Uh, I mean, let's go. Simber, Simber, Garcia, Bass, Pop, and Romano are definitely on. Mesa, Mesa for sure. Mesa for sure. So that's one, two, that's seven we got with Pop, Richards, Simber, uh, Garcia. No Mitch White. Romano. No you say. Yeah, no Mitch White, no you say. For me, you say Kikuchi's not on. Position players? Three catchers. No. Who am I leaving off? Oh, actually, yes, I take that back. I mean, yes, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I was thinking. Uh I, I so that means I can't have Bradley Zimmer. Hmm. Uh, yeah, you yeah, no, Do you need him? I, I will say you have Jackie now. Okay, let me ask you this. I I will ask you this. Has Danny Jansen has Danny Jansen shown you enough that you would use him as a pinch hitter? 
in a game he doesn't start. If that's the case, I think you need Moreno. I think you need three. We saw that last night, right? We Question saw that is, last would night. A te- would, a, would a team ever throw a lefty against the Jays in any part of a playoff game? Any inning? I mean, it would have to be one of those lefties with outrageous splits, right? Would be rare. Yeah. That's your point. Yeah. So I'll say no. So you're taking... I would like to take three because Springer... Who's playing center? If he can play center, then that sort of frees that... Yeah. DH for Kirky. That's that's very interesting question. Well, this is why I asked. <clears throat> pardon me. This is why I asked you about last night because we saw that Where's scenario play that's out. The question that's the other question, yeah, right? That's if Lourdes is healthy, then I think it becomes. If oh, we've had the answer. If Lourdes is healthy, I don't think you take three. If Lourdes isn't healthy, you take three. Then maybe you take three. That was easy. Mm-hmm. That was easy enough. I, I don't think, I mean, there's no doubt about anybody. Everybody else falls into place. Uh, and we talked about the starting pitching. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. Uh, I, I think, frankly think that Tim Meza has just has essentially made, you say, Kikuchi. Absolutely. There's no question. It's not even a thought. Throw your sinker. It's easy. You know what does amaze me? Why people, instead of sending in the answers to the trivia question mm-hmm. to the text line, mm-hmm. DM me. Mm. I'm glad. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't decide who wins. No. Five ninety five ninety is the text line. I mean, it just is. Mm. Just concerns me. Really, it does. Shocks you? <laughs> Nick just wants to say that he agrees with me in watching the NFL and that people who watch the NFL Boo. have issues. Boo. Oh, yeah, must, oh, here's I a big one now. Then. Patrick Rutledge, maybe lighten the mood a bit here. Does Barker have a bet with Manoa on tonight's Mountaineer Hokies game? Big Mountaineer Hokies oh, game tonight. Oh, that's a great question. Hokies are uh, two and a half dogs. Are they really? Yeah. Oh, they should be. They stink. No. He makes more money than me. <laughs> no. I'm not dumb. Hmm. And I'm not watching, really. I have a game to watch, games to watch. I'll flip over. My dad's coming up. He'll watch a little. (laughs) The answer is a quick no. Uh, Andre G. from Ottawa. Uh, Kevin's comments about Zimmer getting caught at second base last night were right on. Here's my question for you. Is Zimmer in charge of preparing the post-game meal for the rest of the team? If not, why the hell did they bring him back in Toronto? They already have Jackie Bradley Jr. Uh, Springer, skills. Springer, Springer, and more Springer. That's yeah, why. Exactly. They're going to Defense. Need. I mean, I, it's, there's no other way to say it. Like, I, But it is a tough look when he gets picked off of second. With the bases loaded, and that's the reason why he's on the team. That's tough. That's a tough take. Mm. Ralph Preston wants to know about the catching going into the playoffs. Timely question, considering what we were just talking about. He wants to see Danny Jansen behind the plate in the playoffs. Yeah, me too, I think. And I ask you a question. Whoever it is. I ask you a question. Whoever's pitching. If he's catching Romano in the ninth in the eighth inning. You think he throws five sliders in a row to a lefty? 
That's what you got to ask yourself. Is it that big of a difference where Kirky is the reason why Romano is throwing five sliders in a row? If your answer is yes to that, then catch Danny. If your answer is he's the one throwing it, then will it make a big difference? I think Kirky's been a good catcher. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to receiving the low pitch blocking like he's okay. Was uh was Jansen not catching the blow and the the uh, blow and save game? Romano's blow and yeah, save. Yeah, yeah, two days ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I rest my case because that was the same thing we talked about, the reliance on the on the slider. I listen, I think that, But it, it wasn't five in a row, was it? That's that's the it's uh, a, no, 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 it's no. Sort of like but it, it is it gets back to that point where if you throw a couple in a row and they're bad. Can you can you throw it? It's like sort of like I'm gonna throw two bad ones to a guy that can hit a bunch of homers. Mm-hmm. Do I have enough nerve? He knows it. I know it. Catcher knows it. Everybody in the park knows that I'm throwing a hater. Does he have enough nerve to do it? That's the question, Jeff. I would say no. He didn't do it. Yeah, I would think. Uh, I I would I would be a lot more comfortable just in general having Danny behind or too, having Danny behind the plate. But I don't know. I don't honestly don't know. I'm okay with Kirk. I don't, yeah. I don't know how yeah. much of that, that would necessarily have to do with, uh, with, um, you know, with, 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 uh, what they're throwing uh, and when they're yeah. throwing it. Yeah. I just, and how much they're throwing. I, it. I like Danny behind the plate because I think stuff, uh, I think stuff, they're just, they, they, they look better with him behind the plate defensively. They do. It's, a, it's hard to explain. It's hard to explain. But I, I think that, um, you know, I, I, I just think that you, uh, I just think you, you got to be careful sort of saying, just assuming that Danny Jansen would be the veteran who would go sure. out there and grab Jason Romano by the neck and say, throw Jordan. your fastball, or Jordan Romano, grab him by the neck and say, throw your fastball, stupid. I think I, he's going to say it like that. I'm not entirely. You could go out so, and ask, sir. Why do you want to throw five in a row, sir? You could say hmm. it that way. That's all. Are you trying to look that game up? That's what you're trying to do? Yeah. I mean, that's trying to make to sure. Just trying to make sure. Anyhow. A couple of uh, questions here about Aaron Judge, which is uh, which I find which I find interesting. And I know we touched on this a bit. The one question is, do we, do we think, do we think Aaron judge will be the highest paid player in baseball next year? And there's another question on Aaron judge as well. Jansen was catching. Jansen was catching. All right. Yep. But do we think that next year in terms of average salary, whatever he gets, whatever length of contract, Aaron judge, will he be the highest paid player in baseball next year? I'm going to say no. Age. I'm going to say no to that. He's going to make a lot. I'm going to say no. Max Scherzer's old, and he's one of the highest paid players in baseball. Plays every five days. It's different. I would say no. But we'll see. Depends on who, who wants him. Who's willing to give it up. Cubbies? Yeah. Sam Fran? Maybe. Yankees? I don't know. By the way, did you see the comments? Yankees front runner? Did you see the comments from uh, the... One of the managing, one of the general partners of the Giants yesterday. Uh, they were doing they kind say? of the year-end thing. They were asked about how active they'll be in free agency. 
He said, well, we know there's that big guy, that hitter in oh. New York available, and we know that... Uh, they said that. Yeah, and, and he said, we'll be in with the shortstops I'll and with the guy in New York. To yes. Then. Now, I do think... I'll change my answer. So, yes. Mort Waintman says, hey, Blair, if you're confused with the start time of the Philly series, check out the times of the Tampa series. Um, 647, 10, 610. <laughs> Nailed it. We did the Jimmy John's question yesterday, I think. We did? Yeah. What was it? The uh, question about, um, you know, Christian Yelich. The scoreboard in Milwaukee showed that Christian Yelich once ate 142 days consecutively at <clears throat> Chipotle's. And someone said... <clears throat> Someone on on the text line or on on the DM Dustin wanted to know if Barker's I couldn't if, afford if that, that was a record. Leagues. If that was a record, no Chipotle's big time. If you're it in is, the minor you're, that's, you got to be a bonus. That's baby. big league. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I can't afford that. No, you you'd, you'd have to be. You'd really Jimmy John's is better. You'd have to be. Well, it's not better, but you have to be a bonus baby to eat at Chipotle. <clears throat> that is still one hundred and forty-two. You got to commit. You got to commit a lot, right? I do like me, I do like me some Chipotle. I could do I could do 142 days at a restaurant. Really? Not me. At a Chipotle. No, I, I think so. That. No. I think so. That's a lot. Uh, Jonathan. Ah, Jonathan from Nova Scotia. And uh, shout out to our folks in the Maritimes, our listeners and viewers in the mm -hmm. Maritimes. Hopefully that uh, big storm uh, does less damage than a lot of people think it's going to do. Um. He wants to know if Anthony Bass, if Anthony Bass does have some sort of injury, how does John Schneider manage that going forward? And 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 I think he's talking about if it's a serious enough that there's a concern about him in the playoffs, which again, we don't know. We don't know. Mm -hmm. But that's I don't think it's any different. I think your main guys are Romano, it would be Garcia, it would be Meza, it would be Simber. It would be Phelps. It would be Richards, probably in that order. Yeah. I don't think it changes. Like, it would be nice to add Bass to that, and now you could, you know, sort of double-team the meat of orders Shoot, with you know Garcia for, and Bass. I forgot Phelps when I was putting my bullpen. Yeah. Can, can I have Phelps and Pop in the, at the same time? Seven, eight. That's eight relievers. I mean, I guess, yeah. Yeah. Four starters. That's 12, not 14. So, there. You yeah. nailed it. Okay. Yeah. I don't think it's. I don't think it changes anything, but it will put a little bit more pressure on maybe a Mesa to get a right-hander out when normally he wouldn't have to because you have Bass or Garcia. I, I think the Garcia. There's already pressure on him to get big outs and big moments. They're they're giving him the ball. They are, in the story. So yeah. and Romano the same way. I, I just don't. I don't think it changes. Uh, Toronto fan 79. <laughs> I love this question. Simple one. Does Romano's reluctance, <clears throat> sorry, does Romano's reluctance to throw the, the fastball make you think he's lost confidence in it or is there something else? Okay. I, well, I, I would like to say that. And then he comes back in the ninth inning and throws as many fastballs as he does to three, four, and five in the order. Yeah. The first two guys are their best hitters. Would he not? Would he come out of the bullpen and just oh, not just, feel as I, if he has it? I, I think I he's trying to match up that slider to what that guy can't do. If he doesn't like the breaking ball, he's going to throw a bunch of those. 
If he's got, if he's facing like Pittsburgh, he threw a bunch of sliders against Pittsburgh. It's probably because those guys are young. Young guys usually like to hate her, the velocity. So what do you do? You slow him down. He like to throw a bunch of that. You pitch backwards a little bit. I think he's trying to do that more of that timid thing. He ain't timid. He's a closer. I mean, they're mm-hmm. nuts. Like he ain't timid. It's 99. How you timid with it? It's crossfire. It's hard to pick up. Like, so that that's not it for me. It's more of that I'm trying to match up my slider for what that guy can't do. Don't ever think it sometimes. Sometimes you try too hard to, well, I have to throw that. And then you get yourself in, in stuck in a corner to where you now have to throw it over and over and over and over again because now he can look for your hater. Huh? Did I answer that or no? Yeah. Maybe there's not no, an I, answer. I, yeah. No, I, I think that that's, uh, I think that's entirely, I think that's entirely, it's entirely possible. Uh, but look, I, I would, I would be lying if I didn't say that I'll be watching Jordan Romano's next outing uh, a little more carefully than otherwise. It's interesting to see the eighth inning, how he threw that, and then come back and throw the ninth inning, how it looked. The, 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 it was an obvious difference. I'm going to throw my good heater to set up my bad one if I spin it and it don't come out right. I mean, that does that, that make sense? I mean, it's vinegar. I'm mad at you. Throw that. Oh, we got the closers music on radio. I can't do that. We can't do it because folks on TV don't have no idea. We're talking about Edwin Diaz's closers music that we're playing. Uh, that is it for us today. We'll be back tomorrow from 10 to noon Eastern on Sportsnet 590, the fan and Sportsnet 360. Don't forget, 6, what is it, 640? Start time tonight for the Jays in the race, 640. Start time tonight for the Jays in the race on Sportsnet 590, the fan and Sportsnet. Have yourself a great afternoon.